Hi guys, on this show we're looking at Ackroyd, Glover, Walken, Lopez, Stallone, Stone, Hackman and Allen. We're looking at 1998's Ants. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one your host, my name's Planty, and I'm a worker that controls the means of production. And I'm John, I'm the main man, double. <gasps> oh, <laughs> here he is. Eh, eh, eh. Do you know Mandible, fucking Mandible, hell. Eh? He's, 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 he's playing with fire already. John, how are you? I'm all right, buddy. All the better for seeing your beautiful wee face. Ah, and you know what? I'm fucking delighted because this brings to an end the shit show that has been Sly Timber. <laughs> it's, it's been a massive shit show. Is it, is it end of an era? It, uh, we are never doing this again. <laughs> no, nothing that's harder than Sly Timber. <laughs> Someone suggested we should do Arnie August. And I was like, fuck off. Just what? fuck off. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I am not having it. You can leave <laughs> this place now. Um, yeah, uh, this week it is the one picked by the patrons, picked by the lovely people who pay us a pound a month, and they were given a, a, quite a few options, including Copland, which is a fucking great film. Oh, and they went off. Oh, Jesus. Instead, yeah. they picked what, John Boy? From 1998, it's Ants. 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 As the American Z, as the American Americans say, <laughs> right. So, look. First of all, we're really grateful that you voted. We're just not happy with what you picked. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a hard time, um, wasn't it? But yes, thank you to those lovely people that give us a pound. If you want to give us a pound, you can pick next month one of the episodes that we are covering. We'll also give you some bonuses. We've got quite a few bits and pieces in. Then you get access to all of that straight away, starting with the minute you decide to give us a pound. In Bacaroni. Yeah. Uh, we're going to give you a mention at the end of the episode if you've already given us a pound and a little other little Patreon announcement coming at the end because I'm just lovely. I'm just lovely like that. John doesn't yeah, even know what again. it is. He's going to be fucking raging. Anyway, <laughs> let's get started. Did you see this before, John? For- so I think there's a lot better films in 1988, so that's totally past me. <laughs> All oh, right, okay. Bugs Life. <laughs> a bug's yeah. Life. yeah, I don't like a bug's life. I don't like a. Bu- I don't like this. This is shit. Well, this is my first fact of the show. Go on. I'm just going to hit come right there. Please. So, a bug's life and uh, ants. The main villain in it. Both those actors played Lex Luthor. Oh right, it's Kevin Spacey, the bad guy in Bug's Life. Yeah, I mean Kevin Spacey is a bad guy in real life as well. <laughs> so, wow, I, I, I could not have told you that. I could yeah, only have told you that Niles is in it. And oh, that's sorry, you, 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 you jogged my memory last week that Niles is in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, don't like that either. So, uh, right, okay, you know what you know what we do. Hundred things, we get together, try and figure out hundred things if we can. We're not getting hundred things this week, John. <laughs> we are not. Hell no. <laughs> we'll be looking at double fucking figures uh, from what I've got on my list here. But let's get on. So, it's a DreamWorks picture. Uh, I did initially write down it's our first DreamWorks film, but it's not. It's our second one. Do you remember first, right the at first. the very, very beginning 
in the first ten episodes, we did a oh. DreamWorks one. Yeah, it was a crow. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bird. It was a bird. <laughs> it was Chicken Run. Oh, so it was. Chicken yeah, Run was so our was. first one with Haley, who I'm, I'm doing a, a, a writing course with at the minute. She's hosting the writing course. Brilliant. So, uh, yeah, so I saw her early on this week. Hi, Haley. Um, founded in 1994, DreamWorks. This was their first film, 1998, as you've said. Uh, as of April this year, they've released 42 films. The big ones, of course, Shrek, Madagascar, as the Americans call it, which, mm-hmm. can you believe, has 15 seasons of a TV show. What? Fifth fucking teen seasons. Who's watching that? Must be a penguin for every season. There, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> uh, How to Train Your Dragon and those troll films, which I am never going to watch. Never seen the first no. DreamWorks film I ever seen was the George Clooney one. I think it was Nicole Kidman. Was it called? Is it Peacekeeper or something? Oh like right, is that DreamWorks one? non-DreamWorks animation one? Uh, yep, yeah, non-DreamWorks animation. Yeah. But I think it was one of their first films that they popped out. Is that Kidman, not Lopez? Which is the one with Lopez in? Where the do they not do it in the boot of a car? No, no, no. This is a, this is a, an army one. Big okay, one, all right, okay. Um, Shrek in two thousand and one. Won the very oh. first animated feature Oscar. Brilliant. Loved it. Somebody once told me. Yeah, enough. Enough. Right. Um, it tells us that this is directed by Eric Darnell uh, mm. and Tim Johnson. Right. Eric Darnell did all those Madagascar films, including that fucking Penguins one. Yes. <laughs> Smile away, boys. Smile away. Uh, and Tim Johnson who directed Over the Hedge, which I kind of remembered liking. I, I was all right yeah. with Nick, was... Nick Nolte in it. And, uh, oh, my God, it. Nick Nolte was in it, I yeah. God damn Nick Nolte! <laughs> um, but I'm sure Shatner's in it as a possum I, he's actor. Possum. And, was and his it, was daughter's it Avril Lavigne. Rosebud! <laughs> when he does his death scenes, it was so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I remember? Like, for even a it thing was good about though. it. Was it? It was good, Was though. it? Well, it was um, probably better than half the crap that was at that point anyway. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. Uh, Tim Johnson also directed that brilliant 3D bit in that Treehouse of Horror Homer with the three in it. You know where he goes into the 3D world? Oh, God, that was... Nah, I like that yeah. one. That you guys seen the film Tron? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No. Uh, I mean, yes. <laughs> that was a good one. That is a... Uh, yeah, oh, that's brilliant. That's an, And he comes out in the real world and he's like, ooh, erotic yep. cakes. <laughs> I want erotic cakes. God, that takes you back, doesn't it? In the back I of the sofa. Yeah. <laughs> um, we start with this view of a cityscape with the sun behind it. It's Manhattan, oh, yeah. except it isn't. Yeah. It's like grass shaped like Manhattan for some reason. There's even a little grass twin towers. Was, yeah, so of course, was like, there, there was me in front of the telly doing the Rick Dalton pointing at the telly thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I. The main character's Zed. Oh, shit, no, I mean yeah, Z. Yeah. Z, yeah, yeah. Oh, before they go down, though, if we're looking Go at uh, the stuff going through, so it shows you like keys and all these sort of things. But there was oh, a oh yeah, in the soil, the <clears throat> tightless golf ball, right? So I've never used tightless. I used to play golf when I was younger, but not anymore. But uh, tightless brand was established in 1932 by Philip E. Young, so it's a very old brand. But he concentrated on balls and clubs. Balls right. and clubs. Balls and clubs, boys. Balls and balls clubs. clubs. Check out my balls and clubs. I thought there's um, a euphemism, but tons of it's just balls and clubs. All right, okay, it's disappointing. <laughs> um, he's on the couch talking to his psychiatrist. 
Now, here's the thing, right? I, I couldn't Ooh. help thinking. Back in the 90s, having a psychiatrist was like the upper-class New thing, York yeah. thing, wasn't it? Massive thing, yep, yep. Like, only in films and TV shows. Yeah. yeah. Every, every, but, every time you watch the show, they were always at a therapist. Yeah. But in reality, I think we could all probably do with somebody to talk to. Right, what, right? Yeah. I, every time I see you split, uh, uh, I, is it split? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, need a psychiatrist <laughs> <laughs> well listeners if you need someone to talk to reach out because i fucking do <laughs> i've only got this idiot every week so i deserve that um <laughs> he's explaining the anxiety as a child because he was one of one of five million. What <laughs> of five million it's funny um, he hates his job he's a worker and doesn't think he was cut out to be one he says, mm. I can't lift any more than 10 times my own body weight, which is kind of funny because ants supposedly can lift 50 times their body weight. Oh. That's the joke. Oh, what have you got here? That's 20. So, 20? But even if it is 20, this blew my mind. So even if it is 20, so if a human was to lift 20 times their own body weight, they'd be lifting about 1,800 kilograms. So t- even 20 is like amazing. Astonishing, yeah, isn't it? Nice. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He doesn't want to do things for the colony. He wants to be an individual, but he feels insignificant. And the psych- psychiatrist says, "We've really made a breakthrough here." Oh, really? <laughs> yes, you are insignificant. And I'm kind of like, yeah, right. Okay, let's talk on. about the the elephant ant in the room. Um, Woody Allen, right? Elephant. <laughs> like oh, very like good. Very ant. good. Um, piece of shit, right? Yeah, no piece yeah. of shit. Piece of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, not 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 a big not a big fan of Woody Allen. We won't be talking too much about him. Uh just doing like Woody Allen here, is it? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently from the production he was uh excellent at the voice stuff, the recordings apparently nailed every single scene. And every so single said, stepdaughter. Yeah. Sh- okay. sh- sh- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he, he, he did get a good rep for these his, his lines. Actually, a few did. Um, Christopher Walken's in it, and Christopher Walken's part was maybe minimal, but he was so good that they just expanded his role to a oh, massive right. part. Uh, okay. Another fact: Sarah, J- uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was maybe in this. She got fired. She did uh, because she looked too much like a fucking donkey oh, sanctuary. Fucking yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad. I fucking hate that woman, man. Did my touch? Yeah, I mean, she's literally done nothing to us. Like she's she's hardly like. But I don't get go. This is my grape. This is my grape, right? Kim Cattrall. I've been brought up with Kim Cattrall. A beautiful woman, good actor. She's does a lot of different roles. This horse piece face piece of shit does the same character all the time, and I don't really get why she's something. So I'd rather just say, do you know what, Sarah J, you fuck off, Kim. You take over the role and come back into the films because apparently Kim Cattrall wasn't doing those. Girly films because she had a fight with Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh right, okay. So the weight, the weight in my head, it's a, this, a no-brainer. Yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker just is the same person all the way through. Okay, that's hey, that look fair enough. A big fan of, uh, big big fan of the first Police Academy, and Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> is not in that. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, uh, we see life going on through this colony, workers, soldiers, um, and, and he has basically this pickaxe. Uh, yep. He starts doing this pickaxe, only to get some rocks thrown in his face by his colleague, Azteca, right? 
which was a bit fucking on the nose for me. Like, <laughs> uh, it, of course, the fantastic J Lo, arguably before she was a thing. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's, she's done, done a, a lot. Of, must have done a lot of acting classes since this. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt, she was so yeah. she was queen of wouldn't she? Yeah, she, yeah, uh, she's, yeah, she, again, miss not featuring in this film. Oh yeah, she's hardly <laughs> she's in it at all. Lines. She's got lines. Yeah, yeah, hardly in it at all. Um, um, looking at Connie's as well, so I just had to look at the sort of size of a Connie because I didn't know mm-hmm. the difference between a Connie and a nest. But Connie's are a lot bigger, so apparently, uh, average Connie contains a hundred to five hundred thousand workers and several hundred winged forms of queens and various different members of the hierarchy but this bit this bit blew my mind queen ants can live for seven years or more but the workers only generally live for about five weeks oh really i'm i'm not gonna live till 96 or whatever the queen fucking died at so i'm not gonna live at 96 because i'm I'm a working man. I'm a rambling man. I'm a working man, and I'm not going to last that long. You don't uh, have the privilege. I do not. <laughs> I do not have the privilege. Calm down, dear. It's just a commercial. I don't know. That was a very different insurance company, but I can't remember which one. Anyway, it's been a while since so I've done a Marco Winner impression. <laughs> she explains that they're doing things for the greater good. They're yeah. great, they're good. Um, everything they do, as you've said, is for the colony. Uh, they're then put on coming in like a wrecking ball duty. Oh, God, I am <laughs> right? like Jesus Christ. And he explains that they need to be one with the ball. Be what? Be one with the ball. Be one with the ball. And I was like, what the fuck is that from? I know that's even saying, be with the ball, be the ball, be the ball. Be and the I was ball. like, ah, it's fucking Caddyshack, isn't it? Oh, I thought it's it was time bloody, from Caddyshack. Uh... I thought it was dodgeball. Uh, well, maybe but, later. That was, that was duck dodge diving. If, if, duck. if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> it's too funny, man. You should do that one. At least for love. We'll put it on the list. It's a musty. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's Ty, isn't it? Is Caddyshack terrible, John? Because I loved it as a kid. I love it. But I loved all those sort of stupid sort of films. Yeah. I know they have no age well because of the woke people, but they were of their time and to me they were hilarious. But, but John, hilarious. I'm fucking woke and I love Caddyshack. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? Am I, am I, the fuck, am I in a paradox? Well, <laughs> you're a, woke man you're, loves fucking Caddyshack. You're a sleepwalker then, aren't you? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You're dreaming the your fucking... way through life. <laughs> I'm the daywalker. <laughs> Making up new phrases as we go along here, man. We're fucking right, we are. Add them to the list of things that we're going to run into the fucking ground over the next year. <laughs> um, Z's job on this wrecking ball, right, is basically to hold the ball of ants. Yeah. Right, to the to the fucking string bit, right? Bear in mind, this is an ant that can't lift any male in 10 times his body weight. I wouldn't have given that job. No, and he says he gets nauseous from heights. Uh, this guy below him lets go before he can throw up, and the ball smashes into the ground. This colony, by the way, gave me massive, huge Gerudo village vibes. You know, from the Ocarina of Time on N sixty four. You know where you kind of that big, huge fucking boulders running around Aye. and you have to go in and out of the bit it i was like fuck it it's the grudo village it really is uh looking on is the general john general mandible yep. which you already yep. made the gag about who who dis 
Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Gene right. Hackman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene Hackman. He's good, isn't he? Well, no, as a novelist, isn't he? He's just uh, retired and yeah. just sitting writing books. Yeah, apparently they're awful, I hear. Oh, really? <laughs> but, oh, they're meant to be shocking. Yeah. See, when I, I watch Gene Hackman movies, it's it's so weird because obviously we've done the Poseidon Adventure and then you watch <laughs> Superman and stuff like that. So he's, he's never really been pigeonholed because I always seen him as a sort of Western kind of guy, but he has done a few comedies and stuff like that before he, uh, he retired. Yeah, I feel like I need to go back to that uh, Royal Tenenbaums and give it another go because it's the one of his films I just can't get on with at can't all. Can't do it. No, I don't really like Rushmore either, but, you know, whatever. This guy is saying that the workers are weak and what they need to do is finish the tunnel on schedule, which is four days from now. His Colonel Cutter, as you mentioned before, Christopher Walken, um, <laughs> great actors, utterly fucking wasted here. Oh, God, I yeah. thought I don't, man. I almost, yeah. almost expected uh, Christopher Walken to say something like... Uh, and 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 you and you're an aubergine or whatever. You know, the <laughs> line is uh, your half eggplant, isn't it? That's like, great. I, I, I honestly I hate, love that. I could it, listen to that monologue all day. It makes me feel a little bit sick because it's so racist. That line. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, that that just, line, but the, but the, the, the interaction oh, it's between beautiful. the two actors. Yeah. Oh, amazing. God. Amazing. I fucking miss Dennis Hopper every fucking should, month. Yeah. I think about yeah. Dennis Hopper and like. We could have had so much more Hopper because, and I know I say this all the time, listeners. He fucking got it. He got what he was there to do, and he and he and he he had a lot of fun with it, and he got a paycheck, and he just got in and out. Exactly, the blue velvet. Every time I see him, and I'm like, oh my god! Fuck! Both exactly the same time, you dirty bastard. Every time, perhaps blue ribbon, you prick. Oh, man, we're gonna to have to do something with Blue Velvet, even if it's just like ten things I learned. Uh, we can't go too deep. We can't do the whole thing. <laughs> Absolutely, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> the general Daddy, 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 Daddy won a fact. <laughs> <laughs> the general says they're going to send all the units loyal to the Queen to fight the termites next door. He suggested to the Queen that the termites want the land. And it's a surprise mm-hmm. attack. The Queen's not having any of it. Yeah. Again, the completely wasted Anne Bancroft. Oh, no. Yeah, I, that was a, I could not have told you this was Anne Bancroft unless no, I'd read it in the that. credits. No, near uh, that. It was just an absolute waste of talent. But, R.I.P. her career after this. <laughs> well, they must have got a lot of money for it because there was a lot of stars in this, so they must have done something. Well, ooh, yeah, ooh, I, ooh, I've got a bit kind of Chris Walker. Oh, well, I kind of got a fact about that a little bit later on. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, so the Queen begrudgingly agrees that they're going to do the attack, and we meet Princess Bala. Yeah, Sharon Stone, right? Yeah, who is betrothed to the general? Right? They've never yeah. had the opportunity to talk before they got married. Cutter says they've got ten seconds in the schedule for them to have a conversation. He explains they've declared war, and the princess says, "Talk about a tough day." And you're kind of like, "Oi, oi, oi!" Like, <laughs> is it's like, what is this like? 1960s stand-up. I'm expecting her to kind of get uh, up on the stage in Goodfellas. <laughs> Take my wife, please. Oi, oi, oi. Because after the fact, bit, obviously the, the workers living for like five weeks, mm. uh, the age difference between the two actors was 28 years, right? right? But then when you put it in Ant's terms, it was only probably about six days. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Bala 
I couldn't couldn't figure out if she was actually named after the town of Barla in Gwynedd, North Wales, John. But what oh. I did know is that the town of Barla is home of Barla Town FC, Welsh football club. Uh, they play in the Welsh Premier League and this year got knocked out of Europe by Ireland's Sligo Rovers. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, they've never won the Premier League, but they were runners-up last year, which is no mean feat in that league because they'll be behind technical network solutions or whatever the fuck you call them these days. Uh, they won the <laughs> Welsh Cup in 2017. I might start out as them in my next football manager game. We'll see. There you go. We'll see. There you go. Some some football chat that you are, couldn't be any less interested yeah, in. And in my head, all I hear is ba la la la, flight tickets. Ba la la la, la la la. It's just white noise to me. That's bit more shit. <laughs> not not related. Uh, the Queen explains it's Barla's place to continue the, the, her work, um, but she looks down on this bar and she's at least they get to have some fun in the bar. Z and this character Weaver. Uh, which yeah. is what brings us to Sly Temba. All right, yeah. Sly. Uh, he did this for free, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard that? Oh, make two for free. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm in the sound booth for a whole day. <laughs> yeah, because it was yeah. meant to be. Was it not meant to be Schwarzenegger? But he asked for too much. Yeah, yeah, and he was like, oh, "I'll just do it for free." Got which, quite right. He's getting know, to work okay. with some big, big cutters as well. Big yeah, names absolutely. Yeah, he's getting to do, getting to do cartoon. I guess you know it can't be that hard a work, can it? And voice yeah. actors reach out and tell us it's fucking solid. <laughs> you know, please, <laughs> please do. This they they're drinking aphid beer, right? That yeah. this sucking the insides out of out of this aphids aphids arse, basically, aren't they? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Aphids are sap sucking insects. Uh, they have many predators and are the basis for many food chains. The sap sucking can cause a lack of plant vigor, story of my life, distorted <laughs> growth, vigor, <laughs> and often excrete a sticky substance. Again, the story of my life. It's called honeydew, <laughs> on which sooty molds can grow. Some aphids okay. transmit plant viruses. Uh, all of that, by the way, comes from the uh, uh, the, the Royal uh, Botanical gardens website Ooh, the yeah, royal the royal one uh you can kill them with provanto ultimate bug killer from b and q a liter of which is 5.95 what do we sell liter bug number. killer <laughs> <laughs> z explains that he wants something better uh this old drunk next to him uh says i've been to insectopia the streets are paved with food nobody telling you what to do no war no colony I was on long range recon, <laughs> but I got cut off from my unit. And there's a fucking joke about post traumatic stress here, which I was I like, That's I was fucking the... stinking. <laughs> who was who the act? Who was the voice actor? Was this John Mahoney? Because he was the only actor I yes. couldn't I couldn't place. He was That's the only exactly actor right. I couldn't place the voice of. That's exactly who it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Fraser's dad. He's just upset because they'd taken his fucking dog away from him. And his favourite <laughs> chair. That's what it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was absolutely the only. It was the only role I couldn't place just from listening to. Yeah, and though arguably Sharon Stone doesn't sound like. There's this whole thing, right? People don't do impressions of actors anymore because they don't sound like anything. You know, you had Arnold, you had Sly, you had Woody Allen, all that kind of thing. They they all sound distinctive. What the fuck yeah. does George Clooney and Brad Pitt sound like? Yeah, what, it's, it's they no, just uh, yeah, just yeah, just generic. It's no, it's no, it's no like a Jonathan Ross impression that you can do <laughs> because there's certain things you can do sound like them. Whereas them, they're just 
normal folk. Exactly. You're absolutely spot on. They're dragging this guy out, but he's shouting to cross the lake. Head for the monolith and cross the lake. As he's dragged out, Barla and her handmaids enter. Uh, may your flower open. Uh, and uh, there's an announcement for the 615 dance. Right. <laughs> Did you recognise this tune, John? Uh, nah. In yeah. my head, I've got the shuffle for bloody uh, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, it's not the gonk from Shaun of the Dead. Uh, it is. Uh, it's Guantanamera. It's really slow, like slowed down. Uh, It's a Cuban song in English. It means the woman from Guantanamo. I assume she's in there because she tried to bomb that grass twin towers at the start of the film. (laughs) There's only one. (laughs) Uh, The Sandpipers version in 1966, the last time England had a team, uh, reached number nine in the US and number seven in the UK. Get a load of this. It is one of the songs most commonly identified with sing- Cuban singer Celia Cruz. It appears on at least 241 different records or compilations of hers. Jesus Christ. So- she fucking abused that. <laughs> and she- what a fucking racket. <laughs> man, that is... 241 records. There's not even boy, that many songs. Cuban scene. <laughs> um, but they start dancing together. She asks him to dance. And because they're kind of doing like this line dancing thing, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Slowly yeah. lounge dancing. And he asks her to dance. And they basically do the fucking, the Pulp Fiction uh, thing. Pulp Fiction. Which, yeah. is, which is the twist, of course, uh, from the 50s and also from Pulp Fiction. Uh, yeah, so they do that. And then there starts to be a fucking argument, doesn't there? Um, you know, he's kind of like, arguing and it causes this huge bar brawl she runs away the next day he's at work he's digging it's almost like being in love and he, and he kind of like Hi. again who the fuck are these songs for i know i know <laughs> it, it's almost like being in love john from the show 1947's brigadoon oh brigadoon yeah. yeah in the film Gene Kelly sang it in 1954. Uh, yeah. Highest chart hit for it was 1947. Frank Sinatra, obviously the mob bought a lot of records back then, yeah. um, hitting number 20 in the Billboard chart, but was also released twice more that same year by Mildred Bailey. Yes, Mildred Bailey and Mary Martin. Of course, Mary Martin. Don't know either of them. Both of them got it to number 21. So there was three releases, Sinatra at 20, and this pair both got it to 21 in separate recordings. Wow. How weird is that? I know. This is my favourite fact, probably, of the show. The host of The Chase, you know that mugging buffoon Bradley Walsh? Yeah. He sang it on his album. (laughs) No, really, in 2016. The album title, John, Chasing Dreams. No fucking way. How fucking on the nose is that? Is it, is it before or after he started presenting it? Oh, after. He started presenting The Chase in, tw- in 2009. Foreign listeners are going, what the fuck's The Chase? It's a TV quiz show where nobody ever fucking wins anything. They <laughs> really don't, do they? are basically playing against fucking super nerds. 
Brainiacs. Did, that album peaked at number 10 on the UK album chart and was certified gold. Gold! For sales oh, of 100,000 copies in the UK. <laughs> the reason, of course, is because everyone's nana wanted an album back in 2016. Oh, God, aye. Aye, something to listen to. Bradley fucking Walsh. I know. Well, it could be worse. It could be Nick Knowles. <laughs> <laughs> Got Nick Nolan never knows that. Fuck's sake! I honestly no. didn't think we would be talking about Bradley Walsh's and hit album. <laughs> no, but I'm always thinking about Nick Knowles. Oh god, I SOS. Got to be him and Charlie. What was she called from Ground Force? Charlie never Dimmock. Wore a, never wore a bra. Yeah. Never wore a bra. Aye, she's wearing one now. <laughs> <laughs> That night, he heads to the bar looking for the princess. He sits in the bar all night, only not to see her. Uh, as he's heading off, the barman explains, tomorrow's this royal review. It's always quiet ahead of these. Um, the soldiers are going to meet with the queen, which gives mm-hmm. Z an idea. This barman turns around to put like this aphid back on the rack, and, and he starts saying something like, uh, yeah, you know, what I always think of in this job is, and as he turns around, he's gone, and he's like, oh... <laughs> Because <laughs> kind of, I really like those little kind of little throwaway uh, things, and I'm kind of like, oh, oh, this guy. Nobody ever talks to this guy. It fucking sucks mm-hmm. to be this guy. Poor guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good. That's a good scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he goes to Weaver's bunk. Uh, he wants to switch places with him so he could see the princess. <laughs> Weaver explains, "Do you know how much trouble you can get into for impersonating a soldier?" We get this massive wide shot of all the other cells. These are the bunks around him. <laughs> he says, mm. "I mean, do you even know the trouble you can get into for listening to someone talking about impersonating a soldier?" And all the other ants that are listening drop down into their bunks back to sleep. <laughs> it's a great little sight gag. It's just so clever. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 I did kind of rewind that the first time I was watching it. Again. Oh, yeah, you? that's good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I mean, you can see my face. I'm still grinning at oh, that. Oh, yes. I like that, that. that Weaver agrees to do it, but only because he's got such a thing for worker women. He really does, doesn't he? He's got a pinger for the, the workers. He, I mean, I've got a thing. He wasn't got a thing for Jennifer Lopez. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm. So. Well, <laughs> to name a few. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next day, Z is marching with all the much bigger soldier ants, uh, none of which have got helmets on, but he has. I know. It was really weird. Yeah, where did he get that from? Um, he's shouting up at the princess who can't hear him, and uh, and when they pass by, he attempts to get out of rank, um, only for this massive ant, uh, Baradus. Was it Baradus? I've for some reason, again, because I'm doing this in voice chat, it's it's gone Barbados. Uh, Barbados. Barbados. But it wasn't Barbados. It was Bar- Baratus or something like that. Aye, so it's, it's Barbatus or something oh, like Barbatus. that. Oh, Barbatus. There Aye, you go. Aye, but he called him Bar- uh, Barbatus. Yeah, who was it? Oh, it's, I was two days away from retirement, Danny Glover. <laughs> he is too old for this shit. But know. again, Danny Glover was your age in that first... With the wedding, even though he was two days away from retirement. Look how fucking good you look. Oh, mate, look how thanks for that. fucking good you look, mate. Whereas, whereas I look like I live in a fucking trailer with my golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you big massive racist! Uh, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. I've told you, I'm the woke one. Mm. I woke up in my trailer on the beach with my golden retriever. <laughs> Where Patrick ends up, you lucky oh, jammy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Chance would be a fine thing. Uh, <laughs> Z explain. Oh, so 
at this point, um, the general makes a speech about them willing to live, fight, and die yeah. for the colony, and he's going to send them to battle to take on the termites. It's a Prince Farquaad speech, isn't it? Some of you may die. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, Z explains there's been a terrible mistake. He's just here for the speech. And Baratus explains, um, you know, I'll look out for you. He's a good character. He explains I know, I see, I see, yeah. this particular platoon of the first line. <laughs> the plan is to attack them in superior numbers and kill their queen. Uh, Z suggests he'd rather support the cause with campaign contributions. <laughs> that sounds good. And, and um, Baradus likes Z because of his sense of humor. Like he's laughing all the way through this. Oh, yeah. Again, an, another probably day in the fucking booth for him. Do you oh, know what I mean? Just a day yeah, in the there, booth for there him. There wasn't much. Wasn't much at no. all. The ants charge the mound, only to be attacked by these massive, disgusting, fucking marmite things. Yeah, from Starship Troopers. Oh yeah, they did look very much yeah, like that. Yeah, but they had they actually come and say that they that it was totally coincidental that they looked alike. Oh right, uh, okay. Yeah, um, and it's weird because when I was looking, I looked up just to double check because I'm like, they're both pretty much considered pests, but apparently uh, they are mortal enemies. If they stay too close to each other, they will go to war. All right, okay. Good good to know. Uh, each year in the US, termites cause more than $5 billion in property damage. There are about 2,000 known termite species in the world, and they never sleep, John. What? Yep. Yeah, one of them always angry and eating shit. <laughs> um, ants are their number one predator. Um, soldier and reproductive... Re- yeah. Soldier and reproductive termites cannot feed themselves. They have to rely on worker termites to feed them by regurgitating digested cellulose into their mouths. Oh, wow. That's, I'm uh... telling you, that's fucking living, boy. Why <laughs> is nobody any, regurgitating any into my fucking mouth? <laughs> it would save me so much time chewing. Exactly, yeah. Any, anybody anybody it... wants to volunteer? I am fucking there. <laughs> And termites are rich in iron, calcium, protein, fatty, and amino acids, which makes them highly nutritious food source. Oh! Would you eat one, John? Uh, well, eat black puddings. Pretty much probably tastes the same. You just reminded me. I got some black pudding and white pudding. This come back from Ireland this week, so oh, I'll be getting that down oh. me this weekend. Oh. Nice, nice. Anyway, Oniwi. Anywho. The they fight back. Um, Z gets spotted by this termite, which chases him into this cave. He falls through the floor, and this thing uh, dies on top nice of the, drop, the floor. Yeah. Um, back at the colony, Weaver has attracted the attention of Azteca because uh, he's Weaver. working really quickly. Can I get what I mean? He's he's brilliant because he's spinning these. Picks in his oh, hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks very good, doesn't it? He's double kind double of fisting, whammy. isn't he? Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Working with his sword axe. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she explains he should stop because he's making everyone else look bad by being so good. The gaffer comes in. By the way, this bootlicking fucking arsehole of a character. Comes... It's like that bloody uh, character in Alien 3. It reminded me of the wee, what's his name? The one with the low IQ. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. There. His, his, dog gets, his dog's the first victim, isn't he? Aye, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is IQ is sixty seven or something? Is it yeah. Johnny sixty seven or something like that? But I, that was that character reminded me of that character. To be fair, that's fair. Uh, the gaffer comes across and explains 
uh, to Weaver that anyone not meeting their quota is going to get downsized. Azteca defends him. It's his first day after all. And the gaffer says he's taking her rations away for the day. For subordinates. Hello. I was like, that's a bit fucking harsh. Um, she Weaver offers to share and she's like, you're asking me out for dinner? No, he's giving you the fucking rations, mate. That was a good sharp <laughs> liner, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah. She was, uh, she was, she, she was, was all on over it. it. Yeah. Uh, back on the battlefield, Z's the only one left. Uh, he finds Babatis's <laughs> head, <laughs> which tells him, "Don't follow orders your entire life. Think for yourself." And then uh, promptly dies because he's just a head. <laughs> How do I look? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we'll find your body and we'll we'll, we'll fix it. We'll put it all together. <laughs> yeah. Ants, John. Uh, you've already done some ant facts, but I've got a, a couple more. Uh, 12,000 species of ant worldwide. Uh, I'm going to struggle with this one. The queen of the Pogonomerix, a Weehi species, can live for up to 30 years. What? Yeah. The largest ant's nest ever found was over 3,700 metres wide in Argentina in the year 2000. Wow. And I love this. Ants don't have lungs. Really? They, they breathe in oxygen through s- spiracles, which are a series of holes located on the sides of their bodies, which lead through the bodies to help create blood. But they do, like you, John, have two stomachs. Yeah. They need an extra one. They need an extra one, one for all the iron brew. <laughs> one for sure. Uh, exactly. <laughs> one for sure and one for hard never nails. <laughs> one for sucking in when a lassie walks fast. Exactly. <laughs> Johnny Bravo. <laughs> hey, <baby. laughs> What's your <hurt>, man? <laughs> Back at the colony, the general gets the good news the termites have been destroyed, but the bad news is that there's a survivor. Uh, the queen wants to meet the war hero. All the ants in the colony are there to meet the hero. Um, Zed feels guilt- guilty because he's not a hero, but Weaver also feels guilty that he sent Z away to die. You're like, well, okay. Um, In the palace, the queen gives Z a thanks. Z claims all he had on his mind was attack, attack, attack. Uh, The general tries to carry him away, and Z stops to talk to the princess. She recognizes him from the bar, and the general is, of course, furious that a worker danced with his fiancee, and the guards make to arrest him. But he grabs Mm -hmm. the princess as a hostage, and in this ensuing little fight, falls down a rubbish chute, which. Why is there a rubbish chute in the Queen's bit? That doesn't make any sense. I know, but the fact is that I was looking at what they eat. They literally eat anything, so I don't think anything would go to waste because right. apparently they eat uh, uh, plants, seeds, nectar, and even animals, so they eat, like, eat everything, so I don't know what would go to waste. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. These guards follow them, running after them, only for this huge magnifying glass to come down and start incinerating all the guards. Yeah. The ant bully. Yeah, yeah he's like the ant bully, yeah. Uh, starts chasing Z and the princess. They fall down this fucking this drop and under a tree. Uh, well, it's basically a plant, but they keep calling them trees. Um, mm. They hide under it. The magnifying glass goes away. Um, and they don't know where they are. Z climbs a bit of this plant to get his bearings and spots the monolith. The monolith was a water kind of water fountain, isn't fountain. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much. And he decides now is the time to head to Insectopia. Bala and him argue. She storms away, uh, only for this praying mantis to kind of block her way. And then she runs away, screaming for him. after him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back at the colony, the ants are, uh, are basically telling stories about Z. 
Uh, like he's some sort of superhero or something. Yeah, or his heroism. Yeah. Yeah. And Weaver's like, no, he was once like you, he was a worker. And the aunt's like, no, a worker can't do anything but work. And she says, you can do whatever you want. Uh, Weaver was a soldier and now he's a worker. And now they're having all these conversations and one says, uh, yeah, the workers control the means of production. <laughs> Which, of course, I fucking loved. Of course, I was well and truly You were well on board, weren't you? Of course I was. You know me, John. The Communist Manifesto, of course, which is where that's from, created in 1848 by Karl Marx and Robert Engels. Uh, I've been to see Daddy Marx's grave. It is uh, Highgate Cemetery in London. Uh, The second most read book behind the Bible. Uh, And in 2015, a new edition print sold 70,545 copies in the first week alone. Jesus. Arguably, it should be free to everybody. I know. If you do want a free copy... You can get a PDF copy online. It's great. I've I've probably had about four or five copies in my time. Uh, it's a wonderful, uh, wonderful thing to 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 read to put into to put into perspective. What a fucking shit show the, 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 no. the West is. Anyway, enough about me forcing my fucking politics down everybody else's throat. Basically, all the workers seem to see Z as leading this revolution. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Back outside. Uh, the princess and Z are approaching the monolith. Uh, she accuses him of only thinking about himself. Uh, but the point he makes is no one's ever worried about him. At that point, this little tiny drop of water falls off the fountain and he gets caught in it. Like yeah. in a kind of, uh, I don't know, like the fucking crystal dome or something, wouldn't it? Aye. <laughs> she saves him by rolling the water off the leaf. She falls into it, rolls the water off the leaf. Uh, and it basically lands on the ground, exploding, which saves him. He convinces her to get in this tiny little leaf boat and says, if he can't find Insectopia soon, he'll return her back to the colony and they boat across the lake. But do you know much about famous ants? There's Adamant. Okay, that's a good start. Let's see if you know any more. Let's see if you know any more. Um, That isn't the answer to one of these questions, by the way. All right. I'm going to tell you what this person is famous for and you have to tell me their name. Some of these are dead easy some of them are shockingly hard. The first two, I think, are probably the hardest. All right? Okay. <laughs> this person completed the first documented 900 and in 2014 was named the most influential skateboarder of all time by Fox Weekly. What's, what's that got you there, Ants? Think oh, about God. his name. Tony Hawk. There Jesus you Christ. go. Now he's fucking what, getting it. What, the, what? the listeners fucking clocked on straight away. But of course, fucking smarty, what? smarty Tony? John there. Uh, he I'm spends Tony's all his time climbing fucking telegraph poles, but doesn't, <laughs> doesn't know what the name Ant is short for. Right, okay. So now you get it. It's grinding Max, oh man. <laughs> uh, this actor is the most famous monk and star of Galaxy Quest. Right, I know who, exactly who it is, but yeah. I can't remember his name, but I know exactly who you're talking What's about. He's one of my favourite characters. Tony? Yeah. There you go. That's okay, it. you can't have that one. Tony Shaloub. That's Tony Shaloub. I told you the first what two were the hardest ones. What a shalub. You'll get this one. Got rewarded for drink driving with a multi pound contract from ITV and once lied about being blind after a sporting accident. Is it Ant McPartland? <laughs> it is Ant and or Deck. 
Correct. I'm, I'm blind, man. I'm blind. <laughs> I cannot see, Spooky I Man. See. I cannot see. I've been blinded. Jeff, man, your beard's on fire. <laughs> Sorry, you Gadget. Sorry. <laughs> you love Biter Grove. I do not love Biker Grove. How you do? Okay. Good line. Okay, right. next up. Get number four. Kept his mother in the basement while he killed Jamie Lee Curtis's mam in the shower. Uh, Anthony Perkins. There you go. Good work. Uh, he's the boss. Tony Stark. <laughs> Another guess. Hang on. Hold me closer. Tony Danza. Tony Danza. There you go. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I was also going to say it was Charles in charge, but that doesn't really work. Uh, Love singing about heroin and California in every fucking song. Oh, Tony. I was going to say Corny there, but it's not Corny. It's <laughs> Tony. Tony. That's <laughs> uh, nah. Uh, Anthony Kiedis. Well, Anthony Kiedis. Right. From the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Kiedis. Kiedis. Um, gold blend wanker and bloke that stacks Buffy's books. Oh, fucking hell. He got <sighs> three names. He got three names, John. Uh... Tony Maxwell House. <laughs> his, his last part of his name is what you love. Women? Is what you love women doing to you. Tony Women PlayStation 5? <laughs> Anthony Stewart Head. You don't get that one. <laughs> oh, fudge. Uh, warmongering ex-British Prime Minister. Tony Blair. Tonty Blair, correct. Uh, he has a cunning plan, sir. Tony, oh, Baldrick. Yeah. Tony. Tony Time Team. Tony Time Team. Bodrick. Robinson. Tommy Robinson, that's yeah. it. And finally, little ginger goblin chef who got jailed for shoplifting cheese. Or oh, Tony Werrell Tom. Tony, Tony Werrell. What's his name? Anthony Werrell Thompson. Correct. Fucking hell. Uh, John, <clears throat> uh, seven. Seven. Oh, what? Well done. Well done. Seven. You got seven. But, see, what's the, see the Tony Shalob one? And Tony... Anthony Stewart Head. And, and Anthony Kiedis, yeah. Have I remember the names? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yeah, I think you're not wrong. If, if, if I you remember the names, names I'd have you'd, you'd have got ten. You're absolutely <laughs> oh, right. You're absolutely Captain Obvious! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. It's been a while, Captain Obvious. Ah, oh. So, they're all singing at this point... Uh, all we are saying is give Z a chance, oh. uh, which is give peace a chance. Uh, John Lennon, uh, 1969, nice song. Uh, number two in Austria, Belgium ultra pop, and number one in the Netherlands. Uh, 1991, Yoko Ono did a version because why not continue to defile the corpse of your husband? She, um, she got a thanks for this, for letting them use that song. Did she? Okay. At the end, it says, a big thanks to Yoko Ono for, Yoko ono for her generosity. Okay. I was named her fucking song. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well spotted. Um, yeah, so she did a 1991 version in response to the Gulf War. Remember the Gulf War? Oh, Jesus Christ. The first back, one, not the, Tony, not the Tony Blair one. The Tony, yeah. uh, Tony's War. Which included Flea. From the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Terence Trent mm. Darby, which is lies. The Trent runs through Nottingham, not Derby. Uh, Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Actually, there, the second week on a trot is a Harry Hill reference. 
which uh, which stalactites, stalactites. Okay, which Dan Belson right. talking about the other day. Um, uh, Peter Gabriel, MC Hammer, and LL Cool J. Oh, the ladies love Cool James. They do. Oh, they love it. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that piece of shit, which I couldn't have ever heard. Thankfully, I don't really like the other one. I don't really like any of his stuff. Maybe Woman is okay. Mate. Uh, Jealous Guy's yeah. alright, but I prefer the Brian Ferry version. Alright, oh, okay. Uh, it's, he was jealous that he didn't make as much money. Moving on. True that. The General speaks to the masses explaining Z has left them. He doesn't care about them. He explains that they're the heroes for ensuring the colony is successful. He says that if they complete the mega tunnel, they'll get a day off and they can be guest of honour at the mega tunnel opening. This works oh. for all the workers and they chant his name. No. I mean, it's, it's exactly, it's exactly, exactly so what happened for us not deposing the Queen earlier this year. <laughs> we got a couple of days off, didn't we? Uh, and then we got another fucking day off anyway. So thanks, love. Uh, hopefully, we'll get another one for that King Charles Spaniel being put on the throne. I hope we get one of those. That'd be nice. Um, the next morning outside, Barla awakes and investigating finds out they're on this picnic blanket with food jars, bottles and cans, and these sandwiches wrapped in cling film. Yeah, the force field. Yeah. Now, this... See where they try to bite through? This is the Mm. most fucking disgusting these ants have ever looked, because they've got human teeth. I know. It's fucking sickening, is how they look. It's babies with a smile. Yeah, that's exactly it. Right? (laughs) It's really fucking weird. Um... It's like nightmare fuel. They ask the wasps to help them. Now, I would not have got that this was Dan Aykroyd in a million years oh, without the credits. I got it straight no. away, man. Oh, no. Barlow um, explains, you probably don't recognise me. Uh, I'm a princess. Uh, I've been travelling, and I'm a little schlumpy, which I was kind of yeah. like, oh, I like that. I like schlumpy. Uh, but I, I looked up. It's actually a word. Yep. Scruffy. Yeah, uh, correct. Slovenly. Yep. I don't, when... even, I don't even know what slovenly means. <laughs> John, how did you know that without your Yiddish dictionary? Urban dictionary. Oh, urban dictionary. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it, I, had to, I rolled out the Yiddish dictionary for that one, and it helped yeah, me I out. thought you might, so I tried. I knew as soon as I heard that, I knew it was going to be <laughs> you, Yiddish. I thought, ah, you, you I'm going to get on this. You know what I'm like, <laughs> fucking hell. We're running out of Yiddish words, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> the female wasp explains that they should always help the less fortunate. Um, it's at that point this fly swatter lands, squashing the female wasp, Muffy. Oh, and then this Muffy. fucking dog shit looking Reebok trainer lands, doesn't oh, it? It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. It's like that first, the dog. The only thing that annoys me about the uh, Toy Story original yeah. is that bloody dog running down the street. Yeah, it, just looks it looks terrible. like crap. Yeah. Um, for some reason, it landing on Bala. Um, she sticks to some chewing gum, which again, I like to think wouldn't work. He jumps onto this shoelace and a chase ensues. He's swinging on the shoelace and he ends up stuck with her in the gum. Hmm. As they're peeled off the shoe onto a one cent coin. Uh, and the line is, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> as, the, <laughs> as, as the coins come towards them. What I learned here was that um, he's on the penny. I didn't realise that... Uh, uh, honest Abe was on the penny. So there you go. Oh, there you go. There you an go. honest penny. An, 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 honest, honest, penny. an honest penny indeed. Uh, back at the hive, uh, they're roughing up Azteca and Weaver. 
Uh, Weaver gives up uh, letting them know that Z's heading to Insectopia. The general yep. sends Cutter to return the princess and sends Weaver to the front line for digging the megatunnel. Uh, after they get off of the one cent, the ants find themselves in Insectopia, which is basically some overflowing fucking rubbish bins. Yep, that's exactly what it is. They love it. Yeah, and there's this musical kind of interlude, isn't there, to mm. uh, like the shittest cover I have ever heard of Jimmy Nash's I Can See Clearly Now. Oh, I, um, no. Like, that, I Can See Clearly Now, that, that fucking Johnny Nash song is great. It's a fantastic song. I have heard probably about six versions, none of which are anywhere near as good as yeah. as the great Johnny Nash one. Uh, I can see clearly by Johnny Nash uh, was a 1972 hit. God. And I uh, know, can't believe it's that old. And it hit number one in Canada, Satichika, uh the USA, and only got to number five here. Oh. So you've got shit choice, shit choices. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, Jimmy Cliff was the version I remember from Cool Runnings. Oh, I mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not, not nearly as good. Not nearly as good. Uh, that one in the UK uh, got silver certification, sold two hundred thousand units, which uh, yeah. is is a lot more than what the uh, the bobsled team. <laughs> Still a kill film, though. Still uh, love it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one I probably need to revisit. No, we'll maybe do some Winter Olympics stuff. Yeah, seems like a good plan. Um, it's night time now, and all these insects are around this smouldering match. Barla explains she came to the bar because she was looking for trouble. Z explains trouble's his middle name. And as they're about to kiss, one of the flies asks him to go and get another match. Uh, he, t- he turns around and says, you ever wonder why they call you pests? And they're like, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, Cutter arrives and explains, um, don't worry, insects, he's lo- I'm looking for the princess, describes her. And as she's sneaking away behind him, they all just point at her. She's there. Uh, <laughs> what a bunch uh, of fucking grasses. Yeah. Exactly. The princess explains to Cutter, uh, he should think for himself, uh, and he says, well, where's Z? And as one of the flies is going to go, oh, he's just over there, she's like, he's just dead. Um, He grabs her and flies off with her, passes by Z on the ground, um, who realises he needs to follow them back, and this is where the wasp from earlier comes back. Pissed as a fart. He is, yeah, drunk, uh, and flies, flies him back. Back in the general's quarters, Barla explains to him she doesn't like the way things have run around here and things are going to change. He says, yes, things are going to change. We're going to start a new colony with her by his side as the queen. Uh, Z arrives and is directed to the tunnel opening ceremony. But hearing Barla locked away, he breaks in to save her, explains he came back for her because she's beautiful, combative. And she says, you talk too much and kisses him. He's like, oh, I'm going to become the strong, silent type. Okay. Uh, Z sees a copy of the plans and sees that they're going to seal everyone in the mega tunnel and that the mm-hmm. tunnel is being dug up below what? A, a lake? Yeah. Oh, it's probably a, probably a puddle. Just a puddle, isn't it? Yeah. The lake uh, that they boated across earlier on. Uh, the plan is to wash away and kill everyone in the tunnel. Cutter explains the workers are strong. They've been able to do all this work, but the general's not having any of it. It's time to cut them off. Um, and puts them in there and cuts off the tunnels with these big boulders, trapping each of the workers in the mega tunnel. Queen's yeah. giving a speech on this mound. 
Um, and Barla explains we're in terrible danger, and Z heads off to stop the diggers from breaking through. He stops them, except for the fucking bootlicking gaffer, who smashes through with a pickaxe, causing mm-hmm. all the water to come through, cascading down, and they head for the kind of mound, the high ground. Uh, I have the high ground! Um, <laughs> and Z has the idea to create a basically a ladder of ants up to the ceiling. Yeah. With uh, our Sylvester Stone at the bottom. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So they're all kind of at the bottom, aren't they? And he's like, it's it's not, you're not high enough up. You, you two are going to mm-hmm. need to go to the top. He's like, yeah, will you be okay? He's like, I'll be fine. And they climb up to the top. They break through. Uh, yeah. And the general is about to basically Standard. push Z back into the water, only mm-hmm. for Cutter to stop him. Uh, the general then runs at Z, pushing him over the edge into the water. And Cutter flies down to save him. Flies back out with his basically limp body. Barla kisses him and he wakes up spluttering. Uh, by the way, the general's fallen at the same time, hasn't he? And he lands on this this route. And so we're to just believe that that killed him. The fall killed him. Like Shredder. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. But the fall didn't kill Shredder, as we learn. You know that. Yeah, comes comes Don't back. Don't spoil it for the kids. Secret of the ooze. <laughs> <laughs> Azteca reminds Weaver that he still owes her dinner, and that's the end of those two not characters. Uh, Z and the princess get lifted up on the shoulders of the ants, and it's the end of the movie. We zoom out, and it's actually in Central Park, Manhattan, the real Twin Towers, and the credits yeah. play, uh, and that's it. And that is yeah. It. There's there's no bloopers, which is annoying. Yeah, but it's a DreamWorks one, isn't it? It's not a not a Disney, not a yeah, Pixar one. A uh, any extra factoroonies, John? Uh, okay, so I was looking. At, I don't know why I was looking at this, but I was looking to see if any ants had venom. <laughs> okay. Uh, so most ants simply bite. There's no venom injection, but the fire ant can have both a bite and a sting. So these ants can inject venom into their into their stingers. So that is a kind of venom. Uh, scientists have known for decades. I don't know where they got this, but they say that they've known for decades that ants uh, use a variety of small chemicals known as pheromones to communicate. And there's a point. It's there's a a can of Kendall oil. Did you see that? No. Oh yeah. I was looking at. That. I thought it was made up. So, I thought it was made up as well. Now, it turns out Kendall, the Kendall Refining Company was founded in 1881 in Bradford, Pennsylvania. Oh. So it's a real, it's a real oil. Excellent. Uh, that's me, buddy. That's Fantastic. A uh, couple of behind-the-scenes things. 1988, Walt Disney feature animation was pitched a movie called Army Ants about a pacifist worker ant teaching lessons of independent thinking to his militaristic colony. Uh, when Jeffrey Katzenberg left Disney to start DreamWorks with Steven Spielberg and David Geffen, they nicked the idea. And this is the first computer animated film to be rated PG in the USA and in Australia. Uh, the most successful... Yeah, pretty much. The most successful Woody Allen film of all time. Yeah, this is quite strange, yeah, isn't it? Uh, yeah, he suddenly played a, a sperm at one point in his career, did he not? <laughs> yes. I mean, I like Woody Allen films, just not that nervous little Jewish fella in them. Uh, hey. And Ali Ermi is cut out of this. Oh, what? Yeah, I couldn't find it anywhere. I just assumed the footage no longer exists. Right, okay. There you well. go. I'll top them up, John. How do you think we did? Oh, um, I think we've got over 50, so I'm thinking 65. Higher. 75. Higher. 85. 83. 
considering we both thought we were going about 50 about 50 yeah uh, so no, no, I'm happy you with did, that uh, you did well in the quiz to take us over 80 so well done that <sighs> I thank all yay patrons you're getting your shout outs SP Film Viewers Podcast a lovely couple doing film reviews it's Sophie's birthday this week just gone so happy birthday Sophie happy birthday to you that's it. Uh, Mono and Kira from Mono Rants. I owe a massive, massive apology this week to Kira because I said Kara uh, because I was so upset with Mono. I mispronounced the name. Mono's still a massive fucking cunt, but you know, uh, Kira's lovely. We think she's great. Uh, <laughs> Nigel Davis, owner of the Wonder Emporium and Wannabe Librarian. You get smashing tabletop models and other various goodies by searching Wonder Emporium on Facebook and Etsy. Uh, Dan Belson, Gavin Belson, be there with Belson Podcast. It's your turn, John. The B-Boys. The B-Boys. I got a couple of mentions on the Instagram. The, uh, I'm going to make a point of um, selecting a wee snippet from now on. I'm going to select a wee snippet from the shows okay. and just quite and just quiz them on it. I think we'll start doing All that. All right. Nice one. I like that. I like, I, like, I like their logic, so I'd like to dig deeper. But um, I, I do think that Dan's uh, crazy and Gavin's there just to rein that boy back in again. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have almost daily conversations with Gavin. He 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 can be crazy. He can be off the chain. Can't can't, can't you, Gavin? Please t- tell the people uh, <laughs> off the chain. That's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> like a, like a like a wallet. You mean? <laughs> fucking hell! In the early two thousands, uh, don't break stuff. Uh, Aaron from the Z One Podcast, audio drama about zombies and surviving marriage. Think Shaun of the Dead, but on the radio. Uh, Joe from Hallmark of Greatness and earlier sly uh, chat about. Judge Dredd. Uh, get me on Hallmark of Greatness every fortnight for Last Orders. We did Terror on Tour last week, which was brilliant. And this week, they're hitting episode 100. 100 Ooh, episodes. Geez, oh. He works hard, brilliant. that boy. And uh, it really does. Well done. Well done. Punk, he's on our Patreon talking Captain Planet and the Troubles. Uh, or What the Fuck Do You Want? His podcast talking. Uh, I've listened to three episodes this week. 69. Nice. Uh, games that make you shit yourself with Gadget. Uh, not literally gadget making, like not sitting there with gadget shit. So, oh, just shoot yourself on the bus, as Gadget says in that episode. Uh, yeah, and um, turn-based combat with uh, Donny. Uh, Josh Wilson, he's coming on shortly to talk about the Big Lebowski. He is just lovely. Uh, he's had a bit of a shit week this week, but um, we. Uh, but even though he's had a shit week, he called me to ask how I was doing. What a guy! Oh, what, he needs a virtual hug. A he needs guy. a virtual hug. Uh, Gadget and Stig and Biggie from Modern Escapism. They've just hit 100 episodes as well. Fucking 100 episode wankers. Uh, and very shortly, are giving us a live episode, which I am much excited about. Uh, Ian and Maria from Cult Connections podcast. Uh, they're talking Andor this month which I'm excited to hear that because they're both brilliant. Yeah, and it's getting some smashing reviews. Yeah, so it, it sounds very good. serious. It sounds a bit Dune to me, so I'm looking forward to seeing how that works. Um, and, of course, to round off the people who pay but dav now to promote, we've got Rachel, Phil, Ian, Gav and Saz. Thank you very much, everybody, for that. And I'm just going to say, because it's the day of recording, uh, everything's gone to shit with this little mini budget uh, and everything. So um, I am making the Patreon, uh, for those people that are patrons now, 
I am not going to charge you for the next month. You are not going to pay us in October and we're still going to throw some extra bonus stuff your way. So it's going to be it's going to be free for the people that aren't paying uh, this month coming. So uh, please join there. If you want to get involved and, and get some stuff for free as well, you can jump on. Uh, but we will be charging you come November a quid. It'll just be a quid. Get in there. But, Get in there. you know, the, the the millionaires are getting fucking bonuses from the government again today. So it's about time we gave something back to the fucking workers and the hardworking yeah. patrons. So thank you so much, everybody. But what can the workers do? <laughs> Get free stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So thank you so, so much. Uh, you will not... You will not be paying for the month of October. We love you so much. You've already given us so much. I think we're we're like 20, 21 yeah. patrons. And, and it's have we called this Freeloader October? You, you will call it Freeloader October. <laughs> Freeloaders. <laughs> John, what are we talking about next week? Uh, would it be the cult classic Urban Legend? It is Urban Legend, yeah. And uh, you're not going to be the only Scottish person on the podcast next week because we're what? welcoming on Jackie from Two Pints of Brew and a Chocolate Crispy. Let's talk about it. But she is a bit of a chook to like. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So she's going to be all hawking, hey, uh, and stuff. So we'll, 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 we'll subtitle that one. We'll subtitle uh, that one for the listeners. Yeah. I'll try. I'll translate if I can. <laughs> uh, John, thank you so much for making this one as much fun as it always is. Uh, no, it was good. But for Enjoyed now, uh, I've been Planty. He's been John. This has been eighty-three things we learned from our final slight ember. Ants. See ya. See you, workers. <laughs>